0: Right now, though, uh, the U.S. military, uh, they've started to release some of the pictures of the pieces of that Chinese surveillance balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina on the weekend. Apparently, the debris field there is, is massive. It's huge. It's like 15 football fields by 15 football fields. It's big. Uh, the Pentagon has said the balloon itself was more than 60 meters tall. It was about 200 feet tall, this balloon. The important bits, the payload, um, and they think it's primarily sensors that they're interested in uh, and cameras, nor it says that was broken, and so far only parts of it have been found to this point. So we may not get the that, – that's the part they're really interested, not the balloon. They they don't care about that. Um now, there's been a lot of analysis and a lot of talk about how this incident was handled by both Canada and by the United States. It did travel through Canadian airspace before it ever got to the United States in Montana. Then it traveled clear across the continent before it got into the waters off South Carolina, and that's when it was shot down. Apparently, the U.S. president said, go ahead and shoot it down uh, on Wednesday, but it was several days before that action was taken. So, what was going on in the meantime? A lot of people saying it showed weakness on the part of the United States and Canada. They didn't respond and bring it down quicker. Not everybody's in agreement saying, no, it was handled the best way it could have been handled. So um, we're going to have a conversation now with Michael Byers, who is the Canada Research Chair in Global Politics and International Law at the University of British Columbia. Michael, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. It's great to be here. Thank you. Now, you, I mean, I, th- I think a lot of us have asked questions: What was Canada doing? We we know they were aware of it. Nora had has said as much, but we, we didn't really have a lot of insight into what action was taken, if any. But you've done you've done some work around that, right? You've actually uh, done some analysis and and looked into that. What, what what have you found?
1: Well, what I think is most interesting is that um, uh, eight days ago, um, the Royal Canadian Air Force deployed uh, a number of planes to south-central BC. Um, we know this from publicly available flight tracking data. So there was a, 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 an Aurora patrol aircraft that uh, flew from Comox on Vancouver Island and spent a, a couple of hours over the Selkirk Mountains um, and uh, you know, was essentially doing tracks back and forth uh, these planes have got very powerful sensors on them uh, that can image things, uh, you know, on the ground, in the ocean, uh, in the sky. Uh, so that plane was probably taking some really high-resolution uh, photographs and maybe even radar images of the balloon um, because the balloon was in the same area. Um, and there was also a, a Polaris, uh, long-range air-to-air uh, tanker. Um, this is a converted Airbus Uh, that had been deployed initially from Trenton, Ontario, to Cold Lake, Alberta, and then flew from Cold Lake to the same area in south-central BC, and was doing a whole lot of its own tracks consistent with what happens when you're refueling fighter jets. Um, Now, we don't know whether there were any CF-18s in the area because you can't track them using publicly available data, but my guess is that there were several fighter jets there. So the the Canadian government took a really close look at this balloon eight days ago.
0: Okay, so yeah, and we can infer that it's not like they were not aware of it or not interested or not paying attention. They were very much engaged in keeping a very close eye on this balloon and where it was headed and what it was doing.
1: Absolutely, and and they would have been uh, coordinating all of this uh, with the, the U.S. military. Um, Canada and the United States are joined in the uh, North American Aerospace Defense Command. My guess is that the balloon was spotted while it was still... West of Alaska, over the Bering Sea, uh, because the U.S. military has very powerful radars in that area uh, to to you know spot incoming uh, ballistic missiles and to to guide anti-ballistic uh, missile interceptors. Uh, so the best radars in the world uh, were pointing in the direction this balloon was was coming. Um, so yeah, we knew about it really early. And when it came over B.C., uh, the Royal Canadian Air Force uh, took a, a really close look. Um, and, and obviously, because we had fighter jets, then mm-hmm. we could have shot it down. And we chose not to do so. Um, and that's exactly what happened when the balloon got to Montana. R- reports are that President Biden wanted to shoot it down. And the U.S. military said, no, let's wait. And my guess is they, they wanted to, to wait because they wanted to retrieve the balloon in the safest possible way which was after the balloon crossed the coast of South Carolina and was over the U.S. territorial sea.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, the reports we have from the White House are that Biden said shoot it down on Wednesday. He gave the green light, and the military said, no, no, we're going we're to wait until, you know, we don't want this thing falling into a populated area, whatever. We'll do it when it's safe to do so. And it took to the weekend for it to get to South Carolina, They it did there then. So what do you make of the people saying this shows weakness in the, and that Canada and the United States should have taken action sooner? W- was anything lost by waiting, do you think?
1: Well, I would ask those people how they would feel if the balloon had been shot down over BC or, or over Montana and, and a, a person on the ground was killed by the falling debris. I mean, the, the platform under this balloon was about the, the length of a mid-sized jet aircraft, right? Yeah, yeah. Falling, falling from 60,000 feet, um, you know, a very high speed, a lot of mass um, and there are people in remote areas. I mean, there 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 are people, you know, snowmobiling and doing backcountry skiing in the Selkirk Mountains of B.C. There are, you know, there are ranchers and and uh, and oil workers and other kinds of people in the the, the remote areas of Montana. So so yeah, um, you know, what is strong is, is strong taking a, a risk with the lives of your own citizens, or is it? Deciding to wait to protect them and to, to ultimately achieve the goal of retrieving as much of the balloon as possible.
0: And I guess ultimately what it comes down to is, it, well, it's important that what Canadians and Americans think about the way the government's handled it. It's probably more important what the Chinese regime thinks about the way it was handled, right? And whether or not they got the message. Do you think they did?
1: Um. Yeah, I think the, the the Chinese would have looked at this and and, and said, you know, wow, that that's actually a you know, a very measured response. Uh, they uh, uh, didn't act rashly. I'm I'm talking about the the Canadian yeah. U.S. governments. They, um, they 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 ultimately shot the balloon down. They asserted the, their sovereignty by shooting it down. they're, they're totally entitled to have done that. Um, you know the, the, the Chinese now know the next time they send a balloon that, that it will either be shot down um, over you know, the ocean or, or a very large lake, um, or the United States military will develop a way of capturing these balloons and bringing them back down and i'd be very surprised
0: if the u.s military hasn't been instructed to develop that ability asap right and ultimately i guess we see if this happens again because this wasn't the first time a balloon like this had crossed into north american airspace it's happened before um the question now is will it happen again i guess we just have to wait and see
1: yeah, it's happened before, and, and we didn't know about it because, uh, you know, I guess it didn't happen on a clear, sunny day. Um, you know, it just happened to be clear and sunny over Montana uh, last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And the, the general public was able to see this uh, uh, bright white thing in the sky, and that's how this uh, whole uh, big media story started. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there are far serious threats to, to North American security than this balloon. And, you know, just the amount of, of, uh, of, of, of cyber activity that's uh, probing all of our defenses uh, in terms of the Internet and government commu- computers every single day. I mean, the balloon was a bad thing, but uh, uh, it wasn't the biggest thing. And I
0: think that both governments acted responsibly. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it very much.